Welcome to the Financial Philosophers Podcast, where we explore the nuances of personal finance, improve our financial literacy, and empower ourselves to achieve financial freedom. Come nerd out with us, and let's take this journey together. Welcome back, everyone, to the Financial Philosophers Podcast. Danny, good to see you again. Yeah, you as well, Chris. Always happy to be doing this and be on here. Yeah, yeah. This is a fun topic today. Um, five ways to achieve financial freedom. Yeah, let's talk through it. Let's uh, tell everyone how to hit those goals. <laughs> there, there's nuance to this, but the goal of this episode is to really kind of pull back the curtain and show you examples of ways you can achieve financial freedom. I think very quickly, Danny, I want to explain what is financial freedom, right? That's going to mean different things to different people. I would argue it's not something that you cross the threshold and then voila, you've achieved financial freedom. I do think it's a spectrum. And I think financial freedom, if you will, shows up in different ways, in big and small ways, right? Okay, so that's fair. I'll give you some quick examples, and then we'll dive into to five ways that I think really help achieve financial freedom. So financial freedom to to somebody could mean having a dependable source of income, right? Going from having an income that's not dependable to dependable is one way to unlock this feeling of financial freedom, right? Feeling in control of your finances, having the ability to walk away, right? The FU factor, if you will, uh, the maybe just the, the ability to pursue passions or hobbies or interests freely without having to worry about it or, or hesitate to do it. Uh, and Absolutely. for some, you know, for some people thinking grand, uh, Financial freedom could also mean, you know, having enough passive income to pay for all your living expenses, right? So the point is, it is a spectrum. There are different ways to experience financial freedom in big and small ways. And I think it's important to focus on that journey, you know, as you're going through um, this conversation with us today. I actually want to start, Danny, for you. What does financial freedom mean to you? Kind of the the way that you had mentioned before, uh, one aspect is that it means I'm not shackled somewhere. I'm not locked to one job. You know, if I have something that I have a lot more passion about, I would be free to pursue that rather than having to stay in whatever my current role is. Um, it means safety, uh, financial freedom. It means safety uh, to me and, uh, you know, kind of safety in your finances, knowing that your your shelter costs and your food costs and the cost of like basal, basic living is covered. It would be the ability to do whatever I'm passionate about, do whatever interests me. That doesn't mean necessarily no longer working, but just working in whatever I want, right? What Working in an arena that really drives me rather than whatever's going to pay the bills. Yeah. Uh, and also financial freedom would mean I have some free time to volunteer, to do things that don't reward me monetarily, but you know, I would find fulfilling. Nice. Yeah, that, I think that's great. I, and I think your example highlights several different factors of financial freedom. I feel very similarly to you. And the biggest one that comes to mind for me, if I were to try to be as concise as possible, would be being able to live a meaningful life and pursue the things I love to do without fear or worry that I'm going to sacrifice or introduce risk to my financial situation. So being in a financial situation where I, I feel free to pursue those things. Um, and that's, that's one way that I view it. Um, but let, let, that's great, Danny. I appreciate that. 
thoughtful answer. Let's let's dive into then these to these five ways to achieve financial freedom. Now, absolutely, are these, are these the only five? No, there there are several ways, of course, but we've chosen five that we think are pretty meaningful and that that could be relatable to most people. So, number one is paying off debt. Now, to any of our listeners, if you really want to hear me and Danny deep dive into this to- topic. I recommend you go check out episode five where we re- we view debt repayment as an asset class. There's a lot of really good material in there where we kind of do a deep dive into the nuances of paying additional payments towards debt. We're not going to talk about that today. We're going to focus on how does paying off debt achieve financial freedom? Well, for starters, you don't owe anyone anything, right? There, there's an inherent freedom to not owing anybody any money full stop, right? That is a huge relief for a lot of people. Uh, Danny, I know you and I uh, have a, have probably a bias towards being debt-free. Um, even if it definitely, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if I would call it a bias as just a propensity to not want to owe anyone anything. Yeah. But, uh, it is psychologically a huge weight off your shoulders and financially it greatly reduces the amount of income that you need on, on a monthly basis. Absolutely. If you have no debt for cars, no no consumer debt, no debt for housing, if you own your house outright, then all of those costs have essentially been reduced to zero, right? Uh, yeah. So your overall monthly income needs are much lower and therefore easier to obtain in terms of uh, financial freedom. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, if you have no debts, then the requirement of having a large enough nest egg to produce passive income is even lower now, right? Because you don't have to have a passive income that has to account for debt payments. They're just out of the equation, thus putting less demand Correct. on how much money you actually need to save. Uh, the, the same could also be said about your emergency fund. If you have no debts, those are monthly obligations you don't need to pay, thus less demand on your emergency fund. And quite frankly, going back to the employment comment you made earlier when you were answering my question before, if you have no debts, you're going to feel a little more freedom uh, in terms of, you know, if your income were to stop or decrease, you know, you, you may not feel as stressed. You may feel a sense of financial freedom if you're not being weighed down by debt payments. Uh, you maybe, maybe that ties into how you feel about your employment. You may feel less anxiety about if you were to lose your job because, you know, if you were, you have no debts. And so that's a, a huge reduction in your financial obligations uh, moving forward. That was great, Danny. Uh, the second one, after paying off debt, is having an adequate emergency fund, right? So again, to our listeners, if you want to deep dive into this topic, check out episode three, the emergency fund conundrum. We do a huge, huge dive into how to properly define and establish an emergency fund and also some issues we have with certain rules of thumb uh, regarding emergency fund uh, calculations. But let's take a step back. Let's look at this high level. How does an emergency fund help you achieve financial freedom. Well, going back to the comment I said earlier about feeling free to pursue hobbies or interests or my passions, if I have a nice chunky cash position in my bank account that is I love that chunky cash. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Leave it to Danny to take advantage of my easily entertained um personality uh, i just can't always that, that always last. yeah so but with with a nice cash position uh in an emergency fund that's clearly defined that's going to give you 
monetary and emotional bandwidth to pursue things freely. You're going to feel less hesitation to change jobs, to drop to a part-time position, to move from one location to another, to get out of a crappy employment situation that you don't enjoy, to go back to school, to pursue uh, your hobbies or perhaps investments that come across the table. If you have enough of an emergency fund set aside, you will feel less hesitation to do those things. It gives you more bandwidth emotionally and monetarily speaking to pursue those Definitely. things. It's, it's giving you that bandwidth. It's giving you a safety net yeah. uh, with which you can be emboldened to take risks, right? You're emboldened to take risks that you would otherwise avoid if you didn't have something to fall back on. Right. And a lot of us need that safety net, right? That safety net, because we need to be able to take some risks that we maybe hadn't originally planned on in order to realize uh, dreams, you know, and uh, overall financial goals or just things that we've been putting off uh, because we didn't feel comfortable or safe enough to, you know, to pursue them. A hundred percent agree. That's great. I, I think the third one we want to highlight, third way to help achieve financial freedom is simply increasing your free cash flow. You know why the, uh, the successful businessman threw all his cash in the river, right? Because uh, it was flowing faster. <laughs> he wanted to see his <laughs> cash flow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. Oh, man. All right. Worked one so, of the awful ones <laughs> in the middle of the episode this time. Way that to go. Way, that way we don't lose all our <laughs> listeners at the beginning due to the horrible dad jokes. But increasing free cash flow. This can basically be achieved by two ways. Increasing your income and cutting costs. Now, Danny, you and I did touch on these topics. And... For listeners who want to deep dive into those topics, check out episode one, where we talk about your ability to earn an income as being one of the greatest assets you'll ever own. That is a good episode to help motivate you to increase your income. And also check out episode eight, where we talk about the budgeting imperative, where we really go into cutting costs, getting a grasp on your expenses and consolidating those and organizing them. I think both of those are good episodes to motivate you to understand the dual effect of increasing income and cutting costs, which both lend themselves to increasing free cash flow. Now, now, why does this help you achieve financial freedom? Well, when you increase your cash flow bandwidth, you are going to be able to increase your savings rates. And something happens. As long as you avoid that spending creep, that lifestyle inflation, then you can increase your savings rate. Great call out. Gosh, you and I talk about that a lot. Don't let lifestyle creep uh, get the best of you. One thing I hear a lot of people say is that they get stressed that they don't feel like they're saving enough, right? They're like, gosh, I just feel like every paycheck comes in. I don't see a large chunk of it going to savings. It really stresses me out. Well, if you increase your cash flow bandwidth by both increasing your income and cutting costs, now you're going to have much more cash flow to deploy as you see fit. Quite frankly, realistically speaking, you're probably getting by with what you have right now, right? You may be struggling financially, the budget may be tight, but you're probably getting by. Imagine if your income were to increase and you were to cut costs, you could take 100% of that increase in cash flow and put it all towards savings goals. The feeling that you get from seeing a larger savings rate is a sense of financial freedom. It really is motivating and it helps a lot of people feel like they are getting out of the hole that they feel like they're in. Number four would be Finding an employment situation that is meaningful to you. 
Now, this one's tricky because I want to give the caveat that I don't mean an employment situation that is paying you more. We just talked about increasing your income. In this one, I want to focus on that word meaningful. So what what does meaningful mean? Um, It could be better job security. It could be working with an employer and coworkers where there's a shared culture of transparency and, and honesty. Finding a position where your skills are truly being leveraged and you are really contributing and firing on all cylinders of your talent could be the team that you work with, right? The people that you work with. These things reduce stress in the workplace and they do have tangible results. You, you are performing better as a person at your employment when you are happier where you are employed. If you find have, if you have some meaning in your job, right? These are important things that, that you should not discount. Uh, when you're looking for ways to achieve financial freedom, right? Removing that stress. If you are in a position where you feel confident, you're going to remove uncertainty. It's going to give you, uh, imagine working with an employer who has open, candid conversations with you about your career growth and where you're going and what your future salary expectations will be uh, in three years, in five years. And they lay that path for you, right? That provides you security that both felt and measurable, right? The measurable part is literally having a candid conversation with your employer or uh, whoever you're working with, maybe a partner if you're starting a job. And the the felt security is the the emotional, the, the good feeling of, of having a, a relationship and a culture with your employer where that is openly discussed and is transparent. When it comes to matching your skills, when you are working in a position where you feel like your skills are being leveraged, you're going to shine, right? You become more and more invaluable to your employer. When you know you're valued and you know that if you were to leave your job, that your employer would feel a tangible loss to the business, that is empowering. That is a sense of financial freedom, right? Absolutely. Always be working on improving yourself. Always be working on building new skills. Right. And being able to not just develop, being able to not just deliver additional value to your current company, but making yourself more attractive across the broad employment market. Yeah. And the more employable you are and the more value you bring to the current business, uh, theoretically, or hopefully the more they will be willing to pay you to keep your expertise and your work ethic. Right. Yeah. You become a key person to that business, right? That's a good goal to strive for. And Danny, I think this ties into what you said at the beginning of our conversation today, when I asked you, what does financial freedom mean to you? And I think you used the words working because I want to, not because I have to, right? You don't necessarily Correct. want to stop working. I think this fits into this, this number four way, way that to achieve financial freedom we're discussing, right? Is um, finding a position where you really do enjoy what you're doing and it's meaningful and you're working because you want to, not because you have to. I think that all of those things we just discussed contributes to, to financial security. Absolutely. I think so. I personally, at the end of the road, my ideal situation might be to work part-time in something that I really enjoy. Yeah. Uh, but that leaves enough time for family, passion projects, yeah, uh, creative endeavors, you know, such as a podcast or videos, things like that. Uh, and so having that uh, free bandwidth and time is, is ultimately what I truly value. Yeah. Gosh, that well said. I, I am on the same page as you. I, I think that's a really awesome idealistic future to work towards. And uh, the fifth one I want to talk about is having passive income, right? This is the popular one. This is what 
a lot of people refer to when they they say financial freedom having enough income being produced from your assets that you don't need to work anymore i saved this one for last on purpose danny because it's harder to achieve it, it requires yeah. more it takes a lot it takes a lot it takes for many people paying off their debts and having an emergency fund and and having an employment situation that is really sound and solid and increasing their income right i wanted to highlight those other things first because to you our listeners danny and i want to make the point that again to reiterate what i said at the beginning of the episode it's not about you cross this threshold and all of a sudden you're financially free it's just as important to focus on the journey there as it is to the outcome once you get there right absolutely and your ultimate goals your your final goals that end state that you're chasing the overall say let's say passive income that you need will vary depending on how your goals shift Right. Right. If you are looking to live a very lean lifestyle that involves very little spending, then your overall passive income needs will drop compared to, you know, someone that is aiming for a more lavish lifestyle, uh, right. you know, with their free time. Yeah. And quick call out too, again, Danny, um, to our listeners who want a deep dive into the topic of passive income, check out episode seven. What's the deal with passive income? Danny and I have our own thoughts, right? Some things that people call passive income are not always passive, if you will, but it's a good episode to get a grasp. <laughs> <Real estate>. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good episode to get a grasp on what form of quote unquote passive income jives with you. And it may, may motivate you to work towards certain goals. But again, to, to sum this up, how does passive income achieve financial freedom? Well, it literally produces income to satisfy your living needs without requiring you to work, right? So it is, this is really focusing on raw financial power, right? You have a large enough nest egg, whatever that means, right? It could be your home, it could be different liquid assets, it could be a business. You're able to leverage those assets to produce an income that is large enough to satisfy your living needs. The emergency fund is basically a good baby step to give you a glimpse of what that feels like, right? Because you are trying to achieve a certain lump sum to to give you uh, a safety net, as you put it, Danny. And I think that's a good glimpse to go, like when you hit that emergency fund, you're like, wow, I can hold on to a pile of cash. I, I know I can do this. And then the next step is just to go further beyond that, right? Getting a, a, a pool of, of assets that's large enough to produce a passive level of income is really next level, right? And so I think, again, reiterating this whole journey that we're talking about, these steps you take beforehand all help you achieve financial freedom and they can motivate you to get all the way through to achieving a high enough pool of assets to produce passive income, whatever that means for you. Um, so Danny, you and I are on this journey. Definitely. You know, we're probably in the one through four right now, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. We we don't have assets large enough to produce a completely passive level of income, but I I we're sir, we're working towards it. We're working towards sure. it, but I can say with confidence that I feel a huge sense of financial freedom even right now, and I'm not anywhere near having a large enough nest egg to produce a truly mm -hmm. passive level of income yet. Take that for what it's worth. Again, the journey is just as important as the destination. Work on all of these areas, right, and take steps now. Every single success you put under your belt is another level of financial freedom that you've just achieved. And let that success snowball keep going. Uh, again, we're on this journey with you, so let's all go achieve financial freedom. That sounds great. I hope that everyone listening is encouraged by this. Take these steps and go build your future. Awesome. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Danny, thanks for your insights as well. 
and uh, we will see you next week. Have a great week. All opinions expressed in this program are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for any investment decisions or financial advice. Always remember that investing involves risk and the possible loss of principal capital. Please seek advice from a qualified professional before making any important financial decisions.